Hi, Bill. Oh, hey, Courtney. Bill, Sesame Street's an amazing brand. It sure is. And Hasbro has the privilege of teaming up with them to bring your favorite characters to life. And this year, as Sesame celebrates 50 years of entertainment, friendship, and educational lessons through their colorful community, Hasbro is thrilled to announce our next Hazlab project, Cookie Monster. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys. You're listening to episode number 80. My name's Jason. Joining me tonight from Bendems to the Black series, Vintage to Modern. He collects them all, our good friend Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey, good to be here again. Good to have you back. Uh, We missed you last time. Yeah, it was one of those things I was far away and thought I could make it back and just didn't so okay well the question is would you have anything would you have had anything nice to say about those vintage toys we talked about i like the ewok battle wagon and the mm-hmm. um the the uh, shoot the name's escaping the the sidecar i like that one too mm-hmm. you, don't um, remember, you don't even remember what they're called i, I you just wouldn't have been much i own it um <laughs> had it for like years uh but it is so the droids line i think yeah. uh, uh what's that thing called we God. didn't talk about the droids line next okay fine. also what? joining us from this weekend star wars podcast matt fox hello matt hey from the former this weekend star wars podcast what oh, oh, I, you don't even pay attention you didn't even listen to the episode jason <laughs> oh. no i didn't big news no. broke this morning all the yeah, games are ending. I've been working very hard today. Monday's a hard day for me. What happened, Matt? No, I did borrow my last show. Yesterday. Oh no! Yeah. At least for a while. You know, we're so we're gonna, not gonna we're on high You're not gonna troll the internet anymore. No, I'm not. Mm. The internet trolls itself now. Okay. It's called Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also on the show tonight. Emperor's Royal Guard Collector Extraordinaire, Chris Moorhead. Hello, Chris. Hey, thanks for having me again. Uh, it's been a long time since I've talked with a couple of you guys. Uh, Saturday night yeah. at Ryan's house. We had a nice little gathering. Got to see his collection. Pretty awesome. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, excited to get talking about Star Wars again. Yeah. And last but not least from, from ForlownToZuckus.com and... Occasional guest host, the uh, regular guest host on the Sandcrawler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Stevens, hello, Jake. Hello, hello, hello. And, um, you know, I'm just uh, really, really looking forward to the great deep discussions we're going to have about all the three and three quarter reveals from this year's comic-con convention i'm really looking forward to it yes hopefully we can get through them all (laughs) try to cap the show at two hours so let's try not to go over tonight guys all right just like every show let's start out what have you picked up recently ryan back to you Turn off your mute button. What have you picked up recently? Sorry, I picked up recently my kid out of his high chair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually I just got the uh, the San Diego Comic Con um, 
the Metropolis figure, uh, the Maria figure. It's like uh, back metalized on a Power of the Force style um, card with the coin and everything. I just ordered that for Super 7, just showed up today. Uh, beyond that, oh, I got that um, uh, Skiff Guard 3 pack uh, from Entertainment Earth. And I'm sure, that, oh, yeah, <laughs> there was an awesome deal. Uh, many of you know the Hasbro Pulse party that happened at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, I signed up for that, even though I was going to be there to see if maybe I could pass the tickets on to friends who were. And they said I got in, and then last minute they said, no, you don't. And so instead of being able to go, they gave me $100 to use on the Hasbro Pulse website. And Ooh. so I ordered a bunch of stuff. I got three Gamorrean guards. Um, I finally got the archive Luke uh, X-Wing and a couple of Marvel figures. I think that kind of rounds up what I've gotten recently. I decided to pass on that archive, Luke. Do you? Did you? Have you received it yet? Yeah, I got it. Um, it was just one of those things because the head is slightly different that I wanted to, mm-hmm. to make sure I had it, and uh, because it was basically free, I was like, "Well, here's my chance to get it." So that's when I did it. Do you think if you already have the first version and the second version from Comic Con or from uh, Celebration a couple years ago, do you think it's worth getting a third one? Is it is it worth it if you're not like an absolute absolute completist? I would say no. Um, okay. It's you know it's it's the the face printing technology or whatever, but it's it doesn't look that great on that figure. So I don't know, and I haven't picked up any of Wave Two figures. I've seen them a little bit, but uh, just haven't pulled the trigger on those yet. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, what have you picked up recently? Um, the only thing I've got actually in hand, I guess, is the Boba Fett from San Diego. Uh, yeah, it was the, the six inch with the vintage paint scheme. Um, I like it. It's cool, but I like that old figure. So, and I was worried about getting that one cause it's Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else that Ryan mentioned, the, the three pack, the skiff and all that, according to entertainment earth will arrive tomorrow. So I don't have it in hand okay. yet. Um, so, you know, just it's the summer before a force Friday. So there are fewer and fewer <laughs> things to be looking for on shelves. Yeah. I uh, That's for sure. was just talking with a uh, friend who uh, is my target source and uh, they're getting ready to put everything on clearance. Just about, they're going to shorten the uh, space for star Wars and uh, they're getting absolutely nothing new until triple force Friday. So if we think it's pretty ugly now, it's only going to get worse before. Are those are, are those solo troopers going to go on sale? That's yeah, exactly I think, what I was going to ask. <laughs> I think a lot of all that is. I mean, I know I saw um, what's his face, the uh, solo deluxe figure, um, white worm guy. Uh, wow, I can't think of his name. Starts with an M. Moloch. Moloch. Thank you. Um, he's down to twelve bucks. So. so- my wife said that when that figure goes on sale, I should buy another one to customize it as um, Lady Proxima. Do you think that's possible with that figure? Uh, I think it depends on what he looks like once you strip him <laughs> naked. I haven't seen anyone uh, want to sacrifice 25 bucks to do that. Right. That's why we're waiting for it to go down <laughs> to like four bucks or something. I don't think there's enough that's similar to make a decent base for a yeah, I think there's probably all that's in there is the head. 
You know, I think right. you might have a good luck just taking the head and putting it on one of those, like, cans of bean snakes. Well, it has the slug body inside underneath all the clothing, I think. I don't know. I don't know. All right. But good word is, uh, well, good word. Depends on what it is, of course. We don't know anything yet. But it sounds like Target is going to expand like they do normally with movie releases, um, at least with episodic ones, uh, to an entire aisle of Star Wars. Which is kind of big for tar- Target. I will believe that when I see it. Really? Mm-hmm. That's shocking. You can't even do that for the opening of Episode 7. Well, this is maybe a last hurrah in many ways. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know anything. Chris, what have you picked up recently? Um, the, From the Vintage Collection, I got the reissue of the... Well, not reissue. Uh, the R2, the Chewie on the A New Hope cards. Uh, Crate Luke, uh, the the Tank Commander, Death Star Gunner, a Gamorrean. Uh, in the mail, it hasn't arrived yet, but I've got a 1985 Polish bootleg of a Death Star Gunner that was painted all silver. So I'm kind of excited to see him show up. And But the crowning thing that I picked up recently was a full-scale Royal Guard helmet. It's unfinished, but it is beautiful. Are you going to finish it? Oh, yeah. It's going to get finished. Awesome. Yeah. I've uh, recently ordered uh, the outer robes, and I'm wait till I receive them so that I make sure I color match the helmet to the actual fabric. Is there like a go-to place for Royal Guard robes, or? Uh, there's a few. I ordered mine through Imperial Boots. Okay, and they do a lot of. Yeah, they do lots of costuming gear. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Jake? Have you picked up anything recently? Mm, a Bespin um, Luke, a vintage Bespin Luke here and there. Yes, always, always. I hit a toy shop. How many do you have? I don't know. I just, I don't even, I, I don't even have do all you my. Keep vintage. them all in a. Jake, we need a, a picture bucket. of all your Bespin Lukes. We do. do you keep we them do. All, do you keep them all in a bucket? No, I just a I, box. My basement is a little out of control right now because I thought I, I, I got a, I got a uh, bug in me, and it's like I'm gonna have a toy show i'm gonna have a toy sale this weekend i'm gonna have a backyard toy show and a sale and i'm gonna sell a bunch of stuff and and so i just like killed myself and i destroyed my basement and like going through boxes like i don't need that i don't need that i got two of those whatever and then i got halfway through the week and then you know i i got i'm at the age where i have parents who aren't you know doing the best health wise and so all of a sudden i had to like do a lot of taking to doctor's appointments and then my daughter and son had to go to the different camps they're involved in and it just like it just ended where i was like there's no way i can pull off a garage sale this weekend um i did a very successful one last weekend that's why i was inspired but it just got to the point where i was too busy but the damage was done downstairs. My basement is just destroyed boxes and the vintage figures aren't even all in one place. So that is a good um, that's a good August project to uh, kind of recontrol my uh, carnage downstairs. And maybe that'll be one of my goals is to collect all the Bespin Lukes. Um, yeah, because I have like, I find action figures everywhere because I buy them so casually when I'm out going to toy shows and toy hunting you know i was just moving my burger king cups because i redid our spare bedroom into a you know a, a better spare bedroom and uh, i had a display case in there with the burger king cups and sure enough i found a, a vintage four alarm and zuckus inside the uh you know one of the empire cups and i'm like oh wonder how long these have been here i mean i just don't 
I just buy stuff and I put it away. I might have a problem. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think well, some I folks have those epic pictures of just like stormtroopers or Boba Fett's. I'm sure you've got to have one of the most epic Luke Bespin Luke collections out there. Oh, yeah, man, I don't. I mean, that's usually my con goal. My con goal is to either leave the con with a Bespin or an X-wing Luke. That's usually what I do. And when you get home, where do you put them? Why don't oh, you start be- putting them in one place? Well, because I'll buy, I'll buy also, you know, some Toy Biz Marvel figures, or I'll buy uh, some comic books. Uh, it's just like well, I have random collections of, right. that I'm always trying to get pieces from. Okay. So like it was Super uh, Powers, um, no Secret Wars that I bought the other day with my Bespin Luke. I bought like a Magneto and a Krang, and, uh, and so then I just put my Bespin Luke with him and I don't even remember where I put that bag now because I had to go out of town for Chicago. So I secretly want I secretly want all of those Secret Wars figures. Yes. Well because I was like like a little bit too old when they came out or I thought I was. Eighty four, I think it was. Is that when they came out? Well I think it was eighty four. I remember seeing them, paying attention to them around eighty five or eighty six, probably yeah. towards the end of the line and I really wanted them but i was like in seventh grade in 86 i was in seventh grade and i thought uh no my you know my parents are gonna buy these for me they're gonna tell me i'm too old so i've always kind of wanted them well, they're great basic little you know action yeah. figures um the problem is they did like any line does at the end of them they threw some of them to europe for exclusive releases so if you want like constrictor or Iceman, you got to pay ginormous amounts of money to find those uh, because they were European exclusives. Um, but what did I pick up recently other than a Bespin Luke or two? Um, I did get my, when I got back from Chicago, um, I got my Skiff Guard pack, which I just opened out of the box today, so I haven't actually opened the figures. And I got my very minty uh, Gamorrean Guard. Both of these came from Entertainment Earth. And so... Um, uh, I appreciate the way that they came. They were very, very well packed. I know there's been a lot of horror stories, and plus, I have received a lot of horror packages from Amazon um, in the last, you know, five months or so. So these things came out really pretty. But I'm an opener, but it's kind of wasted on me. But you know, it's still, I don't want screwed up cards, but mm-hmm. it's nice to have them. Um, yeah. Other than that, I haven't pre-ordered the next wave of vintage figures yet. The crate wave I was waiting till August, and um, you know, I, I was very, very blessed with uh, San Diego Comic Con, having friends both in attendance and having Hasbro um, provide stuff to me. But um, of all the things, I got everything I wanted from San Diego, but I've not received a single thing yet. <laughs> Hasbro said that they're sending out their boxes after the con this year instead of before. So I haven't received mm-hmm. Hasbro merch. I haven't received the Sith Trooper a good friend picked up or the poster or the John Hammond or the Metropolis figure. So I got a lot of stuff coming, but uh, nothing yet. All right. So nobody has the Vader prototype retro collection in, in hand? hand? No. No, I missed out on the pre-order of that, too. Yeah. No, I, I picked one up on eBay the other day. I haven't got it yet. I wanted to know how, how bad How much did you pay on eBay? 30 bucks. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. Is that going to be more readily available? It's like on Target Online, or am I just... No, I, I haven't been following. it. 
I think I'm really. I, I thought yeah. supposedly August second they were supposed to hit uh, Target stores. Hmm. Like actual stores. Hmm. See, I heard absolutely not in stores. Hmm. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I, I remember seeing that that it would be. I thought it was August second. I could be even wrong on the date there, but that it would be. Uh, in, in stores. And I was like, oh, well, maybe there's another shot then. But, uh, yeah. We'll see. All right. Hey, first... Oh, me. What did I pick up recently? What did you pick Glad up? Glad you asked. <laughs> um, I got the... Um, well, I headed out to Ryan's Sarlacc party over the weekend, which was a lot of fun. Ryan got to show his collection that he's been setting up for the last two years, and you definitely can see that it would take about two years to set it up. It's quite amazing. Um, I can't even describe it, so I won't try, but Ryan posted a pretty good uh, video tour of the collection. So that's on YouTube, right, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's up there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so there's, check out the video tour of Ryan's collection. It's, it's quite amazing. I um, second but, that. Yeah, but on the way to Ryan's house, I did a little bit of looking around. I got a um, from Bobacon, which is a great collectible toy collectible store in Everett, Washington. I highly suggest stopping by if you ever uh, are in the area. Um, I got a um, my first ever mini rig of all time. I've never had a mini rig ever. So this is the uh, first. It is the um, this, the one that looks like a mini uh, sail barge. <laughs> I think it's the sail skiff. The I sail, sail skiff. skiff, yeah. <laughs> what kind of show is this? Um, see, I'm so unfamiliar desert with Desert sail skiff. There the desert go. sail skiff, yeah. I'm so unfamiliar with the mini rigs, I don't even remember what it was called. Um, but it just, I saw it, it looked cool. I just got it. Impulse buy. Um, and I also found, um, while well, I was in Everett, I stopped at, at a GameStop there and found the uh, jump, the Black Series Jump Trooper. Yeah. So yeah. I had been looking for that for a while, and I finally found it. So that was I was pretty happy about that. Um, I think that's really about it as far as um, things I've picked up recently. But I'm happy. Um, okay, so first on the show, let's talk about uh, the Vintage Collection Archive book. We mentioned this on our last show. This was the uh, the book on Kickstarter that um, it uh, covers the Vintage Collection 2010 through, through present, and there were some stretch goals where they added the uh, 2004 original trilogy collection vintage line as well as the uh what is it the saga vintage line is that yeah. what it's called yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. anniversary collection uh vtc vt uh sc yeah. and votc yes so i think you know when we talked about this a month ago it had already met its funding goal and we were just you know it was still climbing um, it met every single stretch goal that they laid out. Had the uh, the poster by Kim Simmons. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> the Star Wars is Forever mail away poster that apparently Chris put over the over the top because it was at yep. one forty nine or ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, I bumped it over one hundred fifty thousand dollars. 
Yeah. And then it met, I think, which was one of the more exciting goals is the one one hundred seventy five thousand dollar mark, which was the three coin set, the the slave one, Jabba the Hutt and Jabba Sail Barge. So three coins that are going to be styled in the uh, Kenner Power of the Force styling, um, I guess, similar to the Hasbro 30th anniversary coins, which are very similar to the vintage coins from. Um, 1985. So this is really cool. I'm still not certain how they would get licensed to produce these coins, but like I said before, with Daryl DePriest working on this, I'm sure they've figured it out. And then it met their final announced stretch goal of $200,000, which was a digital copy of the book. So everyone who ordered the book is going to get a digital copy. So that is pretty cool and then i got an email just friday saying that they added a third little bonus um and that is going to be a bookmark of uh from left coast is it left coast graphics yes. left coast yeah mm. yes and it's a uh the vintage collection uh, yak face on the bookmark so that's kind of cool i'm excited that's a nice little bonus so the the um the campaign is over so you can no longer pre-order on on Kickstarter. Um however I did think I did think I see a, saw an email saying you could still possibly order additional copies of the book. You just won't receive all the little perks that come along with people who pledged. Like the coins, the bookmark, the poster and probably the digital copy. So did everybody did everybody order one? I don't know. I did. Matt, did you? Yes. Ryan? He's on... He's, he's, he's on mute. He's on delay. He's yeah, in the field. He's on <laughs> international Chris, delay. Yeah, Chris, I did. did you order one? Yes, I did. Yeah, you put it over. And Jake? Yeah. Of course. I All got right. the... Uh, actually, I was in on the early backers. I got in at the lower price. I Because I, the second I saw it, I woke up early one morning, and it had been okay. on... It had been on for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, what I'm going to do this. What was the, uh, there was something where you'd get that really cool slipcover case of the vintage, uh, it looked like the vintage um, collector's right. case. I think that was right. 75. How did you, I, I got in too late on that or something. I don't have that. That was, was, a, that just, that was a high. I got it. Yeah. You went for that one? Was that oh, I got the, yeah, I did the, um, I'm looking at it now the page i did the one where you get the where you got the slip cover and the poster, poster for like when i got it it was 200 but i was like you jake i got it as soon as i saw it that first morning yeah and that was limited to just so many i think that backers. was only 50. it says 175 okay so that's super limited so that's yeah. right but if you did pledge uh there's add-ons and you can bump up to that 200 level but you can't get that slipcover case can you because i thought that was just limited to no, a certain you can but you have to have pledged during the campaign uh there is an upgrade that they sent an email blue milk sent an email out that you can upgrade what you purchased to a higher level to get other things and that 200 mm. level is available yeah look for your pledge ma uh pledge master I don't read enough manager, my emails. I think, uh, email. Like I'm looking through the add-ons right now, and you get the compendium poster as an add-on for 40 bucks separately. 
Oh, okay. Uh, the, the folio with the chapter break prints for 30 mm-hmm. uh, extra copies of the book for 50 uh, okay. extra Star Wars is Forever poster rolled, the extra bookmarks, and ex- a signed nameplate. Yeah. Those are all but really they've also they they went I think they there's some I don't know if it's just simply numbered or there's some way that the original backers premiums are distinguished from yeah the later ones yeah I I absolutely would have gone all in on the highest one if this was an official project product you know. If this is something through Hasbro official, and now I know everyone involved in it has you no know, ties to Hasbro in some point or capacity, but um, but because it was a you know additional, I'm thinking all right, two hundred dollars, but also I got to be looking forward to Triple Force Friday. I'm going to Galaxy's Edge here in a few days, and so I was kind of counting the pennies and going, okay, I'll just get the book because it's you know. Oh, 200 wasn't the upper end. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. You could have got a like a sell barge, I think, with one of them. Yeah, for five. So, grand. And the uh, the campaign ended at $231,249. And so that is 50. Yeah. So that's quite impressive. There's there is just a hunger, a clamoring for the vintage collection. Book, yeah. toys, vehicles, well, whatever. Say, I would even say in this day and age, it is high quality three and three quarter figures mm-hmm. because we've seen the prices on, you know, obviously we're not talking about the five POA. We're not going to consider those high quality, but um, the vintage collection is the only version of high quality three and three quarter right now. But you see the prices of five years, 10 years ago when they were still doing the highly articulated figures in more common, more wide appeal lines. <laughs> Um, those are just soaring in prices, you know. I know. And you know what's funny is those are the ones where I didn't buy doubles of. Like, the first, you know, few years, I was buying, you know, pretty much three of every figure for a while. Um, And those figures, I think a lot of people were, and those are the figures that aren't worth much anymore. Um, It's the stuff from, what, 2006, 2007 through 2000. 12 that's like anniversary collection in demand on yeah anniversary collection clone wars yeah yeah those are um those come with a premium nowadays the you know you uh both loose but even more so carded i mean you just look at the prices of still i mean and Again, it's also EU has a strong following, and I don't know how much those fans of EU want these figures, or they're just different because we're not getting EU-type figures as much now. Um, But, like, those comic book packs are just redonkulous when you try to look for them on eBay if you're unfortunately needing any. Yeah, I need them. I skipped almost all of those because at the time I was not collecting EU figures, and yeah, a couple of years ago, I thought, you know, maybe I should just go back and try to finish this off and get them all. There's some that I really want now, yeah. and the the it's just price. It's just they're too expensive for me to even consider doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, there is, I think, speculation that's drifting a little more heavily back into collecting nowadays uh, and collecting of all sorts. I've kind of been on a comic book high these last few months because Star Wars has been slow, so. I've been going back and filling in some holes like on my, you know, 
uh, comic book collections. But I mean, it is a real thing that people are camping out at comic book stores now and buying up issues for on the first day for four bucks and then flipping them for 40 then that evening on eBay um, because they think that, you know, uh, female Thor might be, you know, her new form might be worth something in five years when she's on television or, you know, this character might appeal or this, you know, and we saw and we'll talk about it, of course, more how insanely fast those San Diego Comic-Con exclusives are selling out nowadays. It's just people are really hungry for making some money off all this stuff. Yeah. Um, I think this looks good for this Blue Milk publishing or that's what they're going with right blue milk yep um i think my if i had to guess the next book will be the black series six inch book if i had to make a guess on what they'd do next after this can i be doom and gloom for a second yeah go Um, ahead well what do we think about them actively creating a book for a line that we think is ongoing do we think there's any knowledge behind this that um, oh, that this is the end of the vintage collection. Yeah, I don't necessarily think so. I think a lot's going to depend on whether the next toy deal shakes out with Hasbro. We don't know, right? No, I mean somebody knows. We don't know. No, nobody. Uh, yeah, no, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> um, well, it sounds like very likely the exclusivity deal for them may be going away. Yeah, oh, you thinking because that... Disney is very reluctant to give out exclusive uh, contracts. Well, yeah, well, you know, it it says something when they produce comic books. They let other comic book companies produce comics. <laughs> I know they they're letting two two. Yeah, you're right. Well, they're letting IDW compete against Mar them there's themselves really. Yeah, but Disney. they put Marvel up in the corner. It is really confusing what they do. But but yeah. yes, they um. Disney, of course, is this massive conglomerate. We have heard this past week, you know, how they have crushed every box office record for like a studio. You know, they made like $12 billion when you add up their films this year so far. And we haven't even had episode nine yet. So, um, you know, they're obviously a massive machine that wants to capitalize on any dollar out there. So um, that will be interesting. I'm glad Disney owns Star Wars and not Paramount. Because <laughs> I see what they do with Star Trek and what they've done with G.I. Joe as far as movies. And I'm glad we've got Disney in our corner. I know a lot of some, you know, some people may wish there wasn't Disney, but uh, I'm glad we've got them. I just don't understand that uh, that mind frame because they're not taking away what you've ever had. Right. They're a lot. Yeah. They're, they're expanding on it. They're providing it for new audiences. They're continuing it for fan people who are still fans, but they're not erasing what you had. So yeah. the logic is lost on me. Yeah. Um, OK. When we uh, let's go to HasLab, you know, when the after the barge funded, we kind of speculated on what would the next has lab project b we kind of batted around you know some of us said star wars some of us said no it's not going to be star wars some of us said it'll be a six inch whatever um gi joe transformers marvel what was the big announcement for the return of Haslab? 
It was Cookie Monster. Cookie. That was what they came out with next. There is currently a Cookie Monster um, um, project for HasLab. If you want to back it, go to HasbroPulse.com. And you can see for yourself, it actually looks pretty nice. And I think if you're into Sesame Street and you're like a collector of that kind of thing, this would be great. Um, they have a target of 3000 to sell at $299.99. So they have quite a ways to go to make this fund. <clears throat> I think it's – I don't – if I had to guess, I'd say it wouldn't fund, but you never know. So if you are a Cookie Monster Sesame Street fan and you want this – you need to get active. You need to let everyone know about it. You need to tell people. You need to pledge. You need to tell your parents to buy one. You need to tell your brothers. Because I think this may fail if it doesn't have some kind of fan initiative the way the barge seemed to have. Like the barge really took on the, – the barge pre-orders kind of took on the life of themselves with fans making Facebook groups and, and podcasts, all kinds of things, trying to get people involved. Well, we don't know anyone who did that. Yeah. Right. No. Um, yeah. So, no. I um, I, I have the numbers on Cookie Monsters. If you want to compare it to the Sail Barge, Jason. Yeah. Okay. So, I I assume the Sail Barge got past ten percent on the first day. Uh, I or can at least tell the you, first end. I can tell you, yes, that at the end of the day on day one, it was at eleven percent. Cookie Monster is at twelve point five percent, and it's got twenty seven days left. 27 days left when it came to the barge, it was already backed at 48.2%. So the yeah. barge was halfway at this point. This Cookie Monster is barely over 10%. I don't feel hopeful because when I was doing all the research for the barge and how Kickstarters work, you need to have a huge chunk of yours in like that first few days. You need to have a huge percentage and like... By day five, they were already at like 35% on the barge. This thing, you know, and then that you get a huge chunk in the beginning and you get a huge push at the end. I don't know if Cookie Monster has the steam to do that or the following. So, Plus, with Cookie Monster, you can go to Target right now <laughs> and you can buy a stuffed animal Cookie Monster. Now, it's not as nice as this one. And I, I wouldn't even try to compare it that way. But if you have that, like, I got to have a Cookie Monster, to, you know, displayed in my house. I mean, they're available for like 30 to 40 bucks at Target right now. Sure. Now, so, did Ryan, was it Ryan who had the reasoning on why this was probably even an issue? A, a, a HasLab that they would put forth? No, that wasn't me. Um, I think it was else. me. Oh, was it yeah. you, Matt? Sorry. Yeah. Matt, and you Sorry. have a history. Like, there's history of other dolls being made like this, right? Yeah. Apparently, it was Master Replicas back in the day when they existed made a handful of the Muppets, you know, Kermit or, you know, a couple of them in these life size. And they intended Cookie Monster was the next one. And then they went out of business and it never got made. So there are people out there who have, I guess, had an incomplete collection. You know, this is like, you know, the, the people who are desperate to get the last of the original vintage figures remade, <laughs> you know, and their, you know, their collection will not be complete until there's a power droid and an Imperial dignitary, you know, to replace the 1985 Imperial dignitary. It's it. it I guess it's that for some people, you know, for but, the hardcore I mean, Sesame fans. 
But Cookie Monster really isn't part of the Kermit, um, Gonzo. I mean, he's Sesame Street's kind of different than the Muppet Show. I mean, the same creator. And I know Kermit is a crossover character between the two. But this really is the first Sesame Street figure. Like, yeah. I could see them saying, oh, we've done Kermit. We need to do Miss Piggy. We need to do um, Ralph. We need to do Scooter. But now that you've done Cookie Monster, you need to do, like, Big Bird and Bert and <laughs> Ernie and whoever else. $10,000 Big Bird life-size. $20,000 you know, Snuffleupagus. If they, did, um, if they did Scooter from Scooter. Uh, the Muppets with that shiny green jacket, I would get that because that's my favorite Muppet. I love that jacket. That's funny. And uh, if Hasbro is listening, which I doubt they are, um, you do that scooter, and I will promote it on this podcast. They made a stuffed animal that back in the day that I have, actually. Of scooter? Yeah, I actually have. Does he have the shiny green jacket? He does, and he has these thick rubber shoes that you can knock yourself out with, too. I'll send you a picture. Send me a picture. i got to hunt that down. So in the 70s, Jason, they made a line of three and three-quarter Muppet Show figures. And they actually came with little uh, poles that you'd kind of stick right where their butt is to kind of like pretend like you were puppeting them. But they don't have really puppet actions. You take that pole out of their butt and you have a three and three quarter. And they did make Scooter in that one because I have it. So I've been slowly putting together a set of these. I think it's 78 that they made these three and three quarter Muppet figures. Might be something you'd look at. Well, I know they have just basically stuffed, you know, like 12-inch doll stuffed animals back then. Because, again, I had the scooter. I had a Kermit. So, I mean, yeah, there I were know. a lot of toys back in the day. But, I mean, I, I yeah. mean, I think this is, I mean, go back to 1995, and there's a reason why, you know, using Star Wars and an, as an analogy, the Han and Stormtrooper disguise was the first mail-away figure we got. Because a lot of people thought, well, we got the Luke as Stormtrooper in, you know, back in 85, and we never got the Han. So when they relaunched the line, they start with one people thought they should have gotten before. And I guess that's what this is. Okay. But it also seems there's only about 300 and some people who feel that way. Yeah. Well... You know, it is. It looks. It looks impressive on the on the YouTube video. And if that was my thing, I would definitely be hoping it got made. I just, I don't know. Time will tell. But shortly after this, they announced the third Haslab project, mean, which was you mean shortly after like the breaking of the collectors on internet, right? <laughs> yeah. Then they announced another Haslab project, which is more in line with what we were kind of predicting. Um, and this is a Transformers figure called Unicron. I'm not very familiar with the Transformers. I'm not a huge Transformers fan. It looks cool, though. Hate, actually. You're doing a nice job. <laughs> it looks cool, though. If I was Come a on, trans- Jason, he was, or- he was voiced by Orson Welles in the movie. Come on. Yeah. Trivia. Orson yeah. Welles' last role. Orson Welles' last movie, yeah. <laughs> He is he is four inches taller than any Transformer ever done before. So he does go down in the history books as the largest, you know, just like the cell bars yeah. can claim the largest. Um, yeah, he's uh, he, he is a feat uh, when it comes to, you know, 
toys. It's just, it, it is interesting though that they actually did go with this. I mean, it was pretty much their only option since, you know, Power Rangers is too new and G.I. Joe is dead and Star Wars they just did. So, um, Transformers made the most sense, but yeah. they have done Unicroms in the past. I actually do have a Unicrom from uh, probably about 10, 15 years ago. Um, it wasn't based specifically on the movie, but his design was very much of that same nature. So this isn't the most original Transformer toy out there, but it does uh, it does hold a you know a prominent place now that it's the biggest. Okay, so this 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 Unicron is five hundred seventy four dollars ninety nine cents. They need eight thousand pledges for it to pass. It's uh, Matt. Do you think this is gonna? You think this is gonna clear the hurdle? I can't tell. I mean, it eight thousand's a lot. I mean, it's a lot, and I don't you know I I don't know what the health of the Transformers line is. Um, I mean, after the barge, if this were a Star Wars, like if they were doing a Death Star or a Cloud City, I'd say, okay, they'll get there because they did it with the barge. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I mean, I just I I know nothing about Transformers. I mean, and I don't know if the if it's as popular as as Star Wars is still because this is it's not connected to the movies. Right. Is it? I mean, Unicron was not in. I never. I saw the first Bay movie. I never saw another one. But uh, I'm with you. Yeah, one was enough. Uh, no, this I, is. I, this I don't is feel based good on about their, it. This is based on their most recent toy campaign called War for Cybertron. So that right. is where this is coming from. It's not. It's not supposed to be exactly the animated film. It's not supposed to be the cartoon. It's like you know. It's. But when you watch the video they made, all they show you is. Unicron from the cartoon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, uh, so, you know, I'll put it this way. Before the show, I watched the videos for both of these because I hadn't paid any attention to them before. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there on the couch with my kid who's 11. Yeah. And he went through a Transformer phase three years ago or so. Like, we got him the Metroplex, which I guess was like previously the biggest one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had, so he has a history with. Transformers, and he thought it was interesting. He thought it was all right. And then we watched the Cookie Monster thing, and he was like, "Yeah, that's cool. I'd get that." So, yeah. you know, I, you know, who knows what the, you know, who they're hitting with this product. I mean, it's either gonna get the nostalgia vote and you know barely squeak past eight thousand, but I think it'll stall out before that. But I don't nothing. I I have some friends who are Transformer collectors, and I've seen them commenting about this. And immediately, some were like just griping about the price and everything. I'm like, it's it's clear that they had no idea that they already did this with Star Wars with the barge. They they don't know anything about that. Um, But uh, I I see people like wanting to scrape to get the money money to put it together. They want to get it. People are excited about it. Um, You know, maybe like much like the barge, there'll be a bunch of people who, in the end, will put together the money to be able to order it but uh this is something i know transformer fans have been asking for for a long time now do we do assume think this... that like with the barge at some point in a week or so they're going to throw in the equivalent of the yak face i would assume they do something like that because they, they throw in a star wars sort of a second win well i'll tell you what they need to throw in which is lacking right now and is also a huge part of their audience transformers 
their main audience, well, one of their major audiences is the Japanese, right? And right now, this is akin to what uh, the sell barge was during the first half, where it was uh, American and uh, Canada only. This is not available to Japanese. This was sculpted by Japanese designers, right? That is what Transformers does. They have to pay the designers and the sculptors over there to then use them for release over here. They have a huge following, huge Asian following, and yet this isn't available to Asia at all right now. So Maybe they'll put it on eBay for that audience. Potentially, that, but that you group. saw how well that worked, right? Yeah. It sold out in minutes um, for the European. Um, but where we're standing with this one, it's it's not as good as the barge was at its same time. There's 33 days left in this campaign, and uh, Unicrom is sitting at 20. Where's my calculator? 20, 26 percent. With 33 days left in the sale barge campaign, it was sitting at 43 percent. So. Close to double. Um, so this is, you know, it, neither of these look like, you know, um, they're and, on the road to funding. But, you know, again, people have almost a month to go. Is so. there a back Omnicron Facebook group where <laughs> there's the back of the barge? Chris, I haven't heard from you. Do you like Transformers? Do you collect Transformers? Would you consider no. something like this? I did Transformers as a kid. I sold all of my Transformers off in the early 2000s. I have no place in my collection for this. Uh, I, if I was a Transformer collector, it looks really cool. I, I, I hope it succeeds for them, but I, it's not anywhere I'm going to be putting my money and... Um, I really think they need to find some way of getting the Japanese market involved. I mean, they found a way of getting at least Canada involved for the U.S. And I know Europe had some of these issues about um, Kickstarter-type programs. I don't know if Japan has the same laws, and that's the the hamstring holding them up on that. But if, if they don't get this into uh, some way to get the Japanese buyers to get in on this, they're going to have a really tough time. I think. But then again, I had no clue that these have been on, on toy shelves contiguously ever since the, the mid eighties. Really? So yeah, someone was telling me recently that they've been on the shelves in some form or another nonstop since the mid eighties. Oh, absolutely. Because away. I, I rediscovered transformers big time when they came out when I was in college and, uh, Beast Wars, Beast Machines, and Beast Wars came out, and I was just that 3D CG animation for a oh that was so cartoon. bad. I that. Oh, oh God, I know, but it was so cool. I, no, it was, no. It was horrible. No, horrible. I'm all about it because horrible. it was. You know what drew me in though? It drew me in because it was continuity. It's always a continuity with me. It was based on the same Transformers universe that we grew up with, Generation One. And it was about some Predacons and some uh, Decepticons right. that came to Earth before them. Go start a Transformers podcast. We need to talk about that. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> next on the agenda, the Star Wars arcade machine from One Up. These well, are. Can, can we? Can I say one more thing about the trans about the oh, Haslab? Not the Transformer. To. What about Haslab? Yes, go ahead. If either of these hit eight. Hit their targets? Is it done? 
Or is it going to become exclusively Star Wars? I think if this was Star Wars, we wouldn't be having any conversation about will this make it. Right. But I think what you mentioned before about maybe them not having secured the license could be why we don't have one yet. So I don't know. I hope the next one is a Star Wars one. Yeah, if they both fail, they're probably going to go back to the well of Star Wars to to get another success. I think that would be they'd either give it up or half or at least or try Star Wars. I agree. Yeah, I noticed they changed the website. You know, the website that you could order the barge on was like HasbroLab.com or it wasn't HasLab.com. It was like HasbroLab.com or and it had all the barge information. It had that on there just the, I think until recently. Um, but this is now kind of rolled in with Hasbro Pulse. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Matt, I think, like, when the barge got announced, I wasn't sure it was going to make it. I was like, I don't know. I hope. I was like, I hope it makes it. I don't think it will. But I really hope because this would be really cool. But now I feel like I feel like Star Wars fans are just hungry <laughs> where I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Star Wars and Marvel fans right now are the hottest fandoms out there. I don't think anything quite is as powerful as them. Currently. So you think if this was a Marvel Haslab, oh, it would have yes. it, it'd be we wouldn't be discussing will it make it, won't it make it? My Instagram feed is full of Marvel toy photographers and if they put anything out there that a toy photographer would want to take pictures of this thing would be through the roof. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Well, we will follow the progress of HasLab. I hope it's not done for Star Wars, though. Hopefully. Except Marvel doesn't have a three and three quarter inch line. That's, yeah, it would have to be no, there. I know. It's Legends, right? Right. Sad. So I was thinking all they could do is a helicarrier, and they can't do a helicarrier for six inch. Um, you know, it's funny because Chris had mentioned that, you know, potentially, you know, we're all talking about whether the license will be renewed or whether it would be exclusive. It just popped up on my feed that, you know, the 80s brand Sectars, you know, the ones where they were kind of the larger six inch figures that rode yeah. bugs, you know, weird 80s property didn't last long. But um, the company Zika Toys picked up the license and they're making they're making uh four-inch figures of them. But here's the rub. Four-inch figures through Zika Toys, so more or less the equivalent of a three-and-three-quarter, um, $23.99 a piece. Yeah, but that's just like, I mean, that's because so few will be produced. Same with the G.I. Joe subscription. They produce but, so few, they got to really charge a lot. But you think about any other company that wants to produce Star Wars toys, they're not going to be big like Hasbro. They're going to be small. They're going to be Zika toys. They're going to be Reaction. They're going to be some small company that gets the rights to make the the you know the unreleased Ewoks figures or you know droids or something. You know. Um, yeah, they're but they're going to sell a boatload of them. They're only going to sell. There's there's only a hundred. Sectors fans in the world who are yeah, going to buy it. The market's <laughs> tiny for that. <laughs> There's a hundred fans who are like, have been counting, have been watching since 1986, since that line went under, for more Sectars. Well, There's a hundred right. people, and they're they're devoted, and they're going to buy it all, but nobody else is. Well, here, I mean, this, and that sort of puts us, I mean, who, we, we wonder whether Hasbro is going to get the contract again, but who if Hasbro doesn't get it, who would? 
none of these places are going to be able to outbid Hasbro. Or, well, I don't think it's going to be a matter of Hasbro being like outbid by someone. It's going to be Disney offering up licenses to other people in addition to Hasbro. Well, if it's in addition yeah. to Hasbro, then Hasbro continues to have the license. And yeah. our questions about does the Black Series continue, does the Vintage Collection continue, are answered mm-hmm. because Hasbro yeah. will have the license. And I will even if somebody to else does too. But, but until I mean, contracts Mattel's, are signed, they're telling folks, you know, you're not doing anything that commits us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be yeah. the minority in the room and say, you know what I really want? I really want the kid line. I want a basic mass appeal line to continue. That's what but I want. Those because always, they do that and they always fail. Well, they Because kids aren't into they, this stuff. Well, but that's the thing. They haven't done it right. They got to do one that was like when we were kids. They got to do a line where they make it collectible, where they make the display cases, the they make the carrying cases, they make the stands, they make the accessory kits. Think of He-Man. Think of Star Wars and how much more than it was just the figure. There were mellowways. There was checklists. There was posters. I mean... No one embraces a mass appeal line like that now. They only do it for the quote-unquote collector's line. And I think you're missing the market. We're 40, 50, 60 years old now who's been collecting these forever. And that means that we don't have a lot of time left. So Yeah, they got to get every penny out of us while they can. Cause or they got to think... get my son in on a line. Because like, oh man, he yeah. loves checking off his Beyblades. Which ones do I have? I have this one and this one and this one. They do it with lines. They're just not embracing it the way we did in the 70s and 80s with, you know, all the other things that go beyond just the action figure. That's the the carrying cases and the vehicles and the play sets and the display stands and the, you know, they got to expand their scope to make it, to make kids want to collect these. And I think that can be done. It just, they're not doing it. I l- they've got these new jumbo uh, galactic heroes out now. They're like Jedi. They're like the old Jedi Force, which became the galactic heroes, mm-hmm. but aren't exactly like the galactic heroes. It's very confusing. Um, these new jumbo galactic heroes definitely aid- aimed at kids ages three to five. Yeah, it's a preschool. I show that to show. my son. You want mm-hmm. this? No. Why not? It doesn't work. What do you mean <laughs> it doesn't work? And and he's referring to it doesn't do anything. There's no lights. There's no buttons. There's no, I don't know. Maybe it's just my son, but <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I I I don't know how they're gonna appeal to kids with this stuff. But who knows? Maybe whoever gets the license next will figure it out. Lego still does. Good point. And my son loves Legos, so maybe yep. he will get into Star Wars that way. Yep. But I'm not going to force it on him. If he gets into Star Wars, it's cool. If he doesn't, that's fine, too. Same time, from what I've been hearing, Mattel is not doing well at all. They don't have the money to even, it sounds like, to even try to, to grab make a grab for Star Wars at all. I think they'd love to, but I don't think they can. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's, it's, Hasbro's the only game in town. Galactic Trading Post got a license. What did? Who did? Galactic Trading Post. The oh. guys who made those Death Star walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yes. got a license. Mattel can get a license. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Yeah, they have a license for a very small portion of it. I mean, maybe, they might be able to give Mattel a license to make Star Wars Barbies or something, but which I, I don't I'm think uh, they haven't done that. Well, Mattel has the Hot Wheels, right? Yeah, 
but not exclusively because you know we've seen Hasbro do diecast uh, vehicles. Yes. Right alongside the uh, Mattel yeah. ones. Yes, and uh, just so you know, they just announced at Comic Con that Mattel, through their Barbie line, will be doing Marvel Barbies, yep, which I is a that. property that Hasbro holds in the twelve in the twelve inch line, right? I mean, granted, they make the dinky shampoo bottle five POA twelve inch, but still. You know, it, well, in they the also made of... those girl ones, right? The, well, this uh, is right after Hasbro did that that Marvel. What was it called? It was a Marvel kind of girls line, much like. Right, that's uh, what I'm saying. The they secret, did yeah, the, the, the secret failed. Captain Marvel and Squirrel Girl yeah. and all of those. Secret Warriors. Failed. It's been on clearance. It's much like uh, the Destiny well, thing, Star Wars. Right. Okay, so here's a thought: If Hasbro's license is no longer exclusive, does that mean it's less expensive? of a license that Disney mm-hmm. doesn't get as much money from Hasbro. And is that, I think they're going to re- have to renegotiate everything. Dude, that would be amazing because I think that would get us to build a figures or build a droids back that they can do with Marvel. Yeah, Maybe that would be fun. We can that get probably a more premium black series line, a more premium, you know, action figure line. If those, uh, if that rate was down, that would be nice. That's a good idea, Chris. Because I don't see how they could char- Disney could charge as much if it's not an exclusive license. That's why it was so freaking expensive for Hasbro. Was yeah. that it was an exclusive license? And I think, yeah, I think. Um, when was the, the current value... agreement negotiated? Oh, it was renegotiated in fourteen. Uh, no, I thought it was like twenty twelve. 2012, right after the sale, yeah. It was yeah, 2012. Yeah, it was okay. secured because right. it was they they had it up to two thousand. If I remember correctly, I remember yeah. from an old so interview. It was it before or after Disney. Before, after right Disney. before. Well, well they, after okay. Disney, they there's no way that rate is going down. Okay, so in <laughs> 2012, before Disney, Star Wars was dead. Yeah, and there's well, no way Lucasfilm could have squeezed. You know, you know. It, From what I remember, whatever it is now, it's more popular now than it was then. Well, in 2019, yeah. the toy aisle is almost dead. So there's a lot. Of, the The situation is very different now than it was in 2012. It was very dead in 2012. <laughs> yeah, well, we had all those angry. Yeah, the Phantom Menace stuff. leftovers. Well, yeah, because yeah, Lucasfilm forced that on on Hasbro and screwed them. But uh, yeah, we had Star well, Wars right Mighty Beans forcing Hasbro to not put product out. You know, until Force Friday. So, you know, Hasbro gets it either way. Badly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Doesn't Marvel doesn't Marvel outsell Star Wars right now in the toy aisle? It has to. There's, there's a lot more of it out oh, there. Oh, they put out a wave. It yeah. seems like... Remember when... Again, well, there's more movies. Every yes. movie gets a wave of, you know, whatever their six-inch line is. That is, that is true. That is true. So there's that's even at more, least four waves a year, you know. Well, there's waves between waves, too, or waves between media properties as well. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I think I heard a statistic uh, the other day that there's going to be at least 180 Marvel Legends figures this year. Wow. So you know that we're nowhere near that in Star Wars. So, so you got to wonder, how could they ask more for Star Wars if, if then Marvel, because they're both from the same company to the same company, when Marvel's outselling Star Wars. Yeah. Well, Who said they will? 
I'm just yeah. putting that out there, you know. Also, though, think about – I saw this. Where did I see this? Um, I saw someone breaking down the statistics from Hasbro. Um, oh, forgive me. I can't remember the source. Um, but they were looking at how much of Hasbro's profits Star Wars actually brings in. And it has been pretty consistent over the last, you know, five, six years. Um, but the problem is Hasbro as a company has grown to be huge, right? And what they have, a four, five billion dollar year the last couple of years, right? And so even though Star Wars has been consistent, their piece of Hasbro's importance has shrunk. So, I mean, there's something to be said about, you know, how much do you want to concern yourself about a property that only brings in 10%, whereas before, when you were a less profitable company, it brought in 40% or whatever, right? All right. Food for thought. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. As I was saying, the Star Wars arcade machine from 1UP <laughs> is coming out. You can uh, pre-order it now at GameStop. Um, pre-orders are $499.99. Which is the equivalent of how much money I've spent losing on yeah, that machine. Right. So um, I think these will probably sell out. Not sure how limited they are. I know this company makes multiple different versions of some of their other games. So maybe they'll do a tabletop version or a little wall. They've also sell wall versions of one up. So who knows what's going to happen for the future of this game, but this looks cool. It has the original arcade machine versions of star Wars, the empire strikes back. Um, and both of those games are like the vector graphics. And then it also has return of the Jedi return of the Jedi is um, it's while it is an original arcade game from 84 late 84. I think it came out. Um, it is not a vector graphics game. So it'll be a different, it'll be different than the empire and star Wars. Um, but it looks fun. It looks cool. These are three quarter scale. So it's smaller than a, a real arcade machine, but it looks the artwork is faithful, and most important, it has that controller that is very unique to Star Wars arcade machines of the 80s. Um, Matt, are you going to order this? Yeah, I already uh, pre-ordered it at GameStop. I, I, you know, I, it, they aren't my favorite Star Wars arcade games, but mm -hmm. just having something like that would be cool. I've always wanted to have an arcade console, and I know that this is, you know, a imitation one but it still will be cool and it's a yeah. you know the price is expensive but you know for a splurge product yeah, it's all right yeah. you know it's it's less than you know high-end stuff from sideshow or you know it's like a fancy hot toys figure so yeah um ryan what about you what do you think about this machine I think it's cool. I'd like to get one. I'd rather have a pinball machine, but um, I'm tempted by it, but I have to have a talk with my wife before I even consider it. And at that, I know that when they did these last year, they went. They also had them at Walmart, and eventually they got clearance at Walmart, and I might have a better opportunity to convince my wife I can get it if it's at a lower price. So we'll see. I, I can't mm -hmm. guarantee one way or another for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris, you have any interest in this? Uh, they're super cool. I'd love to have one. I wish they were full scale at over like six and a half feet tall. Uh, that would be just destroying to my back to try and sit and play that. Um, if it was bigger, uh, it'd be more appealing. But I, ultimately, I don't think I have the space for it. But uh, I, I'm envious of those that will get this. 
You can buy an add-on riser that makes it a little bit taller. Yeah, it brings be... it up to five foot. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Uh, Jake, any interest in this? No. No, 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 no. I am not... I'm not particularly blessed with uh, being good at uh, video games, especially video games from the 70s and 80s. And I killed so many quarters at Chuck E. Cheese growing up on that damn uh, Empire uh, Return of the Jedi game. I mean, I cannot make it out of Endor. Um, that game's hard. Actually. No, I know. I can't make it out of yeah. the first level of Spy Hunter either. So it's the same <laughs> damn thing. I just, it's not good for me. It would be like me buying something to like, because I hated myself. I just wanted to punish myself over and over. So, um, no, I had no desire to put one of these in my home. I'm probably not going to get one either. Although I still, I really want one. I'm kind of, I've been kind of on fence, but you know, I have a full size main arcade machine in my house, and um, I've been decoing it out as a Star Wars arcade machine, a vintage one. So uh, I probably won't get it because I already have these games on a full size machine. If I didn't have that, I probably would get it. Uh, but, you know, I'm still on the fence, and, and I, I don't know if this will sell out or not. Um, I do think there is a chance, like I said before, that they'll offer other versions of this because they have been doing that with some of their other games. They've got some other versions where you can mount on your wall and also some tabletops. So maybe they'll come out with that and maybe at a cheaper price. I, maybe I'd go for those. I do want that controller, though, so uh, I'm still on the fence, but I'm leaning towards not pre-ordering. But I think it's cool, and I think this does lend itself to maybe doing that. What is the 90s arcade machine, the original trilogy? It was just called Star Wars Arcade. Star Wars Arcade. and it that, had... was the, that was the only one I ever liked. Okay, so maybe that one is next, if this one does well. Oh, man, one of those popped up actually for sale on Facebook Marketplace recently in my area. Ooh. It was like $2,000, and uh, I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool, but I'm like, before I even showed the price, my wife was already <laughs> no, just from the size of it, and I, I couldn't afford that anyway right now. But uh, I'd love to have that too. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Next, what did we miss? San Diego Comic Con happened. It's been a few weeks now, but we haven't talked about it. So, San Diego Comic Con, what did we learn? Um, just for reference, I'm actually viewing the coverage from rebelscum.com. They've got a pretty good gallery of the Hasbro booth and what was shown. So we're just going to kind of run down this and see what people think. First is the exclusive Sith Trooper Black Series figure. This was kind of previewed a, a, a week or so before the con started. Um, it's, it's exclusive to the con. Comes with a bunch of weapons. It's a, it's a red... Uh, trooper looks a lot like a first order trooper with a little bit of clone trooper mixed in maybe um typically these kind of exclusives get re-released in the standard package with less gear so you know if you didn't get this version you could probably uh, i'm sure there will be a version you can get down the line um matt what do you think of this trooper figure uh when i first saw it and thought it was just a red first order trooper I had flashbacks of the the red Vader from Christmas 2005. Um, but then when I noticed, no, actually it's a hybrid with, you know, stormtrooper, clone trooper stuff. It's okay. I don't, you know, I don't, I will get the San Diego exclusive, but I will hold out and hopefully get it through Pulse. Because uh, by then maybe we'll know we're getting a regular retail one. So nobody will care about it as much. 
Uh, but, you know, it's fine. You know, it doesn't, you know, for our first reveal from Force Awakens, you know, it's on par with what we've gotten before. And it looks, you know, it looks kind of cool. You know, I don't know if it's like, Chris, is it, you know, sufficiently like a royal guard that you're into it or? Hey, if in doubt, go red. It's a uh, better looking trooper than the regular first order trooper, which I've always found to be sort of dull. Okay. Uh, Chris, your thoughts on this? Again, yeah. I, my first glance, I, I didn't even notice that it was all that different other than just a red painted uh, first order trooper. Um, they definitely added more details in it. Uh, it looked kind of interesting. Red always looks nice. I can't complain about that. Uh, the pack looks great. Uh, all the different accessories. What interests me is like they've got all the different first order weapons, and it looks like maybe one of those blades that the uh, Praetorian guards carried. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's similar for sure. Yeah, it's definitely strongly reminiscent. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool looking. I'm excited when this comes out in the vintage collection as three and three quarter inch because I believe one of the photographs that when they put out the promo photography, they accidentally mixed in one of the vintage collection versions. Yep, on Instagram. Yeah, that was they on, Instagram. on Instagram. Yep, it was the last photo on their Instagram post advertising this figure. And uh, once it made the rounds on social media, that's like, oh, and look, and here's one. I think Yak Face, Jason is the one that pointed yeah. it out. The joints and, are different. Yeah. Oh, and it's a completely different, yeah, figure than the previous ones. Um, Hasbro pulled the post and then reposted without that image. So yeah. that was definitely a whoopsie by some intern. <laughs> I just hope they uh, fixed the uh, was it the mid body joint on the they don't use that uh, first order super articulated version because that mid-body joint was super loose on all the ones I ever saw of the First Order Trooper. I'm hoping it's not a kit bash on that. It's it's a fresh sculpt. Or... Oh, it is a fresh sculpt because once you zoom in on this armor, it's pretty different from your average First Order Stormtrooper. I mean, um, if you follow the uh, guy that does the artwork on in, uh, Instagram, he talked about what a bear it was creating the image for this that uh, 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 is featured on the front of the packaging and on the side because it's just uh, there's just so many lines in this that are not you know on a normal first order stormtrooper. So it is yeah. definitely a new buck all around. Well, that's that's encouraging. Uh, Ryan, what's your thought on this guy? I like red, so uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I in any time they do something red, I'm. I'm kind of up for it. And yeah, I looked at this pretty early on, and uh, I saw all the extra little details. In fact, the helmet kind of reminds me of one of those concept ideas. Uh, I think it was around Revenge of the Sith because it does resemble somewhat of a clone trooper helmet too. Yep. But um, it. I, I remember a concept helmet that looks similar to this, and I don't know if it's uh, comes from that or what, but uh, I think it looks cool. I'm looking forward to getting mine. Um, I, I like the idea. Um, I don't know if this is confirming that leaked poster now uh, that we saw uh, a couple months ago now, where there was a whole line of red-looking Sith troopers, that the exact-looking model on the bottom of that poster. If that's and this is the one with like the three PO with the with the bowcaster and everything. So um, I don't know if that's confirming pretty much that poster or somebody just had some advanced knowledge when they created that or what. But yeah, for sure. Um, 
Uh, Jake, what's your thought on this? I mean, it's a it's a first order stormtrooper. We don't know what it's um, you know, in essence, it is. We don't know what um, role it's going to play in the movie. You know, we've been burned before on thinking a figure is going to be awesome in the film, and then you barely can find it. So, um, I don't know what the significance of uh, the actual figure is, but I love speculating about it. That that's what's been fun about this one, Sith Trooper. Even the name of it makes you think. Okay, we know Palpatine's in this. Where are we going with this? Uh, why does it look like a clone trooper from the side? You know, why are we doing the clone trooper? Um, are we bringing those back? Are you know? And it's just that's what's been fun mostly for me about this figure is um, you know the speculation that just the whole concept of it. You know, and we know that. That the Sith Trooper was supported by so many different licensees at uh, San Diego. They all had their different exclusives. So um, that's been the fun stuff. You know, I don't really have too much to add about the figure other than mm-hmm. it is a new buck. You know, it's a new design. It's, um, it has lots of different weaponry. It's actually advertised as an early release. And so, you know, like you said, this, you know, all these releases at San Diego are released later on with something different about them. I'm betting you'll get this in the basic line uh, on Triple Force Friday with just the uh, just the first order blaster, which is still kind of a modified, unique blaster because most of this other weaponry has been released in white, you know, in the past. So that's my uh, that's my speculation about it being re-released. And then the last thing is, it's very cool how they did the packaging. You can't tell it from the press photos, but for people who have it in hand. Um, the clone uh, the trooper on the front of it is cut in half and then it continues on to the side of the packaging so if you have two of them you can put it facing forward and facing side and have the whole trooper in front of you kind of cool image that they did there yeah cool that's what i got all right um so at the panel they showed a lot of behind the scenes stuff um a lot of making of types things um they did show a image of the fans choice luke skywalker dagobah training figure the six inch version that was voted on as the fans choice figure of the year so we basically get like a concept uh drawing or computer model of it that they showed um it looks nice looks like the points of articulation on the bare arm look much better than maybe that um uh slave Slave leia Leia, or even the three and three quarter inch dagobah Dagobah. luke that they did a few years ago uh matt your thoughts on this guy Uh, um i'm fine with him he it's it is much better than i mean that vintage not vintage collection but the the black series one three and three quarter inch from a few years back (laughs) Mm -hmm. is like my least favorite figure of all time because of those arm yeah, joints one of mine too for sure um but you know this somehow this fans vote i mean i remember and i participated in all that but i find the luke dagobah to be sort of a boring a boring choice but um you know whatever he won so you know it looks it's an improvement i don't you know we'll get it in two years because it takes forever you know, for these things to show up, you know, the hair looks, you know, it looks Dagobah, you know, and, you know, that's cool. You know, they've, they always seem to have a hard time distinguishing the Bespin fatigues from the Dagobah fatigues because they're the same outfit. But, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to this one. It'll be, it'll be good. And 
human skin has always been a problem for them with joints, and they figured this one out. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what do you think of this guy? Um, I wasn't, you know, totally excited that this was the fan's choice, but um, I, I think it was JTA that was breaking down the um, the look at that and how they were noticing there were different joints in the legs than what we've had mm-hmm. in the past. So mm-hmm. it looks like maybe the, the joint uh, idea that we've had with the figures is changing. Um, it, I, I know some people complained about some of that, so hopefully they'll be happy with it. But, um, you know, it, it looks good for what it is. Uh, when it comes out, of course, I'll buy it. And uh, But, yeah, I, I don't have much more to say than that. Uh, Chris, what about you? I know the six-inch figures really aren't your thing, but... Yeah, um, I just tracked down the image. I didn't see the image yet until just seconds ago. Um, yeah, it definitely looks like they're trying to do something unique and hide those uh, joints in his arm. Uh Obviously, the last time they did a figure with a lot of skin showing, I believe, was the Slave Leia. Is yeah. there anything else with a lot of skin showing? That's the only one I can think of for the six-inch line. And I know lots of people just railed against that one because of the joints. Yeah. Um, at the so, time, I thought that one looked okay. I didn't couldn't really figure out how they could have done it any differently at the time. But yeah, I don't hate it as much as some people, but I, I it don't definitely looks better. I don't plan on getting it, but it looks like they're doing a fine job. And definitely, if they're paying attention and trying to minimize the aesthetic break of the, the joints on his skin, on his arms, that would be a definite plus. Yeah, maybe they could shrink this down to the three and three quarter inch size, too, while they're at it. I don't know. I, I like mine. I, I modified those arms, and he looks pretty sweet. Yeah, the custom one you did looks good. The one yeah. that Hasbro let us buy in 2014 looks horrid yeah all they need to do is just retool the arms and re-release that figure on a vintage card i mean as far as retail versions go i still think the uh the one that came out in 2000 uh the summer of 2004 is the best the uh original trilogy collection version yeah i agree mm-hmm. yeah it's a long time ago think think the, that's the, the one with the interchangeable arms right yeah right. yeah, yeah. Oh, just like oh, the best, they, you know, one of the best slave layers they did was the interchangeable legs. Yeah. Yep. So. Okay, I got you. All right, Jake, Luke's your guy. You collect every Luke figure, I think, right? I campaigned for this figure. I'll be honest. Oh, uh, it's you. I did. I'm sorry. I know you love your. You Lobot. should be. This is like the worst fan choice figure possible. <laughs> no. Because, Apology accepted. Because what do you I think? do. I have established long like, ago. You didn't think they were going to make this figure anyways. Okay. Well, Go ahead. What do you think? Black series is not three and three quarter. They don't make everything, so I don't have any guarantees in the right. in the six inch line. But um, yeah, I I have pronounced long ago. I collect Luke's fins and obi-wans those are my three trilogy focus characters in the black series so i was happy with this figure and yeah it looks fine i mean i want to see more about it i you want to see more accessories and stuff i mean it would be cool if it came with the rations kit or the lamp or you know any other the accessories that you know dagobah loot could come with um yeah so we'll have to see but yeah i'm fine with it how about a backpack with Yoda? Boom. That's the, that. Well, here's the thing. If they were smart, they'd release it normal, like as is, with a 
lightsaber. No, he didn't even use a light. Oh, yeah, he did, but he had his jacket In on. the deleted scene, he used a lightsaber. On the Blu-ray, there's, like, a deleted scene. In his tank top? Yeah. He's, like, swinging at some, some like, bars or something. Oh, that's right. It's on that's the Blu-ray. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's up. It is there. It's yeah. hidden on the Blu-ray, and it's not actually easy to find some of those things on the Blu-rays. Yeah, you're right. Um, but. So, yeah. So, I mean, a lightsaber and a blaster would be the most common accessory, but it would be cool then to release him in an exclusive or something down the road where he gets a Yoda on his back and he gets those ration sets and maybe some rocks to, uh, you know, levitate. I don't want to buy rocks. I can, I've got my own. (laughs) My driveway's full of them. I don't need to buy a rock from Hasbro. How about this? But I do want the Yoda. He comes with the rocks. He comes with R2. He comes with Yoda. He comes with the backpack. And uh, like that awesome figure from back in the day, he comes with hands that make him stand in a handstand position. That'd be great. That'd be all right. Okay. Um, okay. Next, we've got the Hyper Real Luke Bespin. This is like a companion piece for the Hyper Real Darth Vader that they showed us earlier this year. This is not going to go on sale till 2020. Looks really nice. It's eight inches tall. The Vader, I guess, is going to be ten inches tall when it eventually comes out later this later this year. I think Vader's coming out. Um, uh, I really don't want to start another scale of figures, but who knows? I kind of want that Vader now, so I, wouldn't I have to get the Luke? Um, Matt, are you in on this? Yes. Um... It depends on what I think of the Vader. You know, I've got the Vader pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. And what I've seen of him, he looks really cool. Uh, and this Luke, the sculpt looks nice. You know, we don't have a whole lot to go on. Um, but, again, I mean, I'm sure Jake's ecstatic about it. But, you know, Bespin Luke is kind of dull in my, in my you know, he's big. He's beige. He is the definition of beige. Um, But I was never a Luke. You know, he's as good as any other Luke. So I'll put it that way. Uh, And the Empire Strikes Back lightsaber battles the best of the lightsaber battles. So, uh, you know, I if he's good and he looks good, um, I hope it's not the end of the line. I just I, I don't see this line having, you know, a long life. For whatever for whatever reason, it's not even out yet, and I'm not positive about it. But this, it looks good, and it makes sense after the Vader. If you aren't going to do Obi Wan, do Luke. So, yeah. Uh, Ryan, are you going to get this? I've already pre-ordered it, so yes. yes. <clears throat> you know, I'd already ordered the Vader. I, that was an obvious choice for me. Yeah. Um, I'm a little concerned about the head sculpt, but because it didn't look quite right in the pictures they showed, but it's still very early. Um, and that Vader, when they first showed that at Toy Fair, I didn't think the, the helmet scope looked great on that. And I've heard that they were updating that, and it looked better at, at um, um, Comic-Con. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm in on it. So it's it was it 80 bucks. It's not too bad. And I've heard the Vader described by some people as a smaller version of a Hot Toys. So that kind of gets me a little excited, too. So uh, I'm hoping for good stuff here. Uh, Chris, are you in on this? 
Uh, no, not yet. Um, obviously, two figures that they're coming out with are, are two that would be very appealing to me. I'm looking at one of the two photos that they released for this Bespin Luke, the one where he's holding his hand out in front of him. That face sculpt is not good. Now, the shot where he's got his head down, he's got the lightsaber in front of him, that looks a lot better. But something about that other one just looks really wrong to me. Um, but the beyond the head, which obviously Hasbro's had a history with Luke heads and having difficulty with him, uh, the rest of the body looks amazing. It looks awesome. And to be able to get something on par, even close to like a hot toy uh, would be awesome at a hat at a Hasbro price point, uh, just that head's got to get better. Yeah. Jake, and, uh, I mean, mean, it's, it's soft goods, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, so. His, yeah. Yeah. Should be soft goods and rubbery skin. Right. Hasbro <laughs> has never sold me on soft goods. You know, his outfit in person could look horrible, which, you know, would sink the figure. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm uh, pre-ordering anything here. <laughs> I heard from people looking at it at the at the con that the the seams are somehow smaller or something, so it doesn't look like it's undersized by you know what I mean. But right. when they scale it down, it's supposed to look really really good for you know being scaled down and everything. But yeah, again, you know when we see it in person, it'll make a difference. Jake, this is your character. You've got to buy this, right? Yes, I am very interested in this one. Um, do I want to pay eighty dollars for it? No, I don't um i want to watch amazon or something so um i want this for a couple reasons it's luke it's bespin it's my favorite version of luke yes but also i am pretty renowned for i like to sample a little bit of every of uh hasbro's lines right whether it's galactic heroes or star wars command or angry birds or whatever i like to have an example or a representation from that line and so from the hyper reel, this makes perfect sense for me to uh, get my hands on eventually. All right. Well, be interesting to see how this line pans out. Um, next, the what they kind of almost made is the big reveal of the show, which is interesting because it's not really an action figure, but the Boba Fett Black Series role play helmet, which is going to retail for approximately $120 and be available in May of 2020. Um, I love these black series helmets. I didn't at first, I wasn't sold on the idea, but after getting the stormtrooper and the Vader helmet, they're awesome. And I will definitely be getting this. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Ryan's on mute. Matt, what about you? <laughs> uh i probably i haven't gotten any of the other helmets so i probably won't get this it's okay uh I mean, it looks good i'm mm -hmm. surprised it took them this long to get to boba fett i know they've teased it before um you know if i ever saw it like on clearance at walmart for 50 bucks or 60 bucks maybe i'd pick it up but my head is abnormally huge so i just know these things would not fit on me even though I know they're designed to be for adults. So, you know, it's... I haven't tried I'm, to wear any of these. I haven't yeah. been tempted. But they look really nice on the shelf. I mean, if they're not high-end, but but they're they're a step above those, like, what are they? 
Rubies. Um, Rubies or, or what's the other guy? Ben Cooper. They're well, like a, yeah, they're a sure. they're a they're better than those. They're, right. They look really nice on a shelf, I think. But yeah, I'm sure they do. Just not you know. Not. Not, so not something I go for. Okay. But uh, I'm I'm. I know that people, there are a lot of Boba Fett fans out there who are very happy. And, yeah. you know, it's better than another pilot helmet. So. Yeah. Uh, Chris, your, what's your thought on this helmet? Um, looks cool. I mean, if I had all the space in the world, uh, I'd probably pick this up, no problem. But uh, space is an issue. And I've already got a couple of good-sized helmets that I, it, it's just not something I need right now. I'm not going to wear it. Um it would just be purely for display, so I'm definitely going to pass on this, but it looks really cool. So Yeah. Uh, Jake, what about you? I don't do helmets. I think it's impressive what they've done with it, that they actually got the original helmet, that it has more paint ops than the, even the cell barge, which broke their previous record. Um, so it's impressive what they've done with it and how... Um, true to you know reality they tried to make it but um i don't own any hasbro helmets and so this doesn't you know this isn't on my list so cool but not for me all right uh ryan are you there i'm here all right what do you think about this new uh, boba fett black series roleplay helmet i think it looks awesome i'm very tempted by it i don't always get all the helmets I do have like an old uh, Ruby's helmet from the 90s, and I have the Hasbro helmet from, uh, what was that, about 2008 or so. Um, and this one looks really good. 130 bucks, uh, I don't know yet, but um, I've managed to get most of the previous helmets at discount. So if I see it at a good price, there's a good chance I'll buy it. All right. Okay. Um, one of the other announcements, there's going to be a new uh, five-inch line of action figures um, aimed towards kids. It's called, and I put Galactic Heroes, but it's actually, what is it, Galactic, what are they Galaxy called? Galaxy of Adventure. Uh, yeah. Galaxy of Why Adventure. did I put Galactic Heroes? I don't know. Uh, Disney Toy Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> These are five. Yes. This new five-inch line is called Galaxy of Adventures, which is replacing the old Galaxy of Adventures figures, which are the ones currently in the little tubes the reissues of the main characters for the most part that come with a little comic book. I don't know if they said if these are, will continue to come with those little comic books. Um, I haven't read any of the comics. I have no idea if they're any good and or interesting or something that people would want to continue, but the line looks to me similar. And I think a lot of you have mentioned this similar to the Disney. Um, what is it? Toy box uh, line, right? Just stylized five inch figures. And um, apparently, yeah. So, um, they showed a Han Solo, a Darth Vader, and a C-3PO. I thought the Darth Vader looked fun. Um, the C-3PO doesn't look good to me, but I haven't. I don't think I paid attention to the animation, so maybe it's just the animation itself that I don't like. I, I don't know. I'd have to look at it again. Don't plan on collecting these, but uh, I guess for kids this might be fun, and maybe some collectors want a line like this. Um Chris, I'll start with you on this one. Um, what do you think about a new five-inch line? I actually think they look really cool. Um, Well-articulated. The figures, except for 3PO, they all look really cool. I like the stylized versions. Um, they're very reminiscent of the toy box, but honestly, I, I kind of like the, that style. It's, I love the cartoons. I wish they would actually like reanimate the entire 
a film and or at least into like a 30 minute 40 minute short um but these figures look fantastic and especially at ten dollars i think they're i would hope that they do gangbusters ryan what do you think about this new line i actually like them too um i'm kind of a sucker for different stylized stuff and to me, this goes back to the first Clone Wars series. When those first came out, I didn't like them. And yet, in retrospect, I, I liked that they were different, that they looked different, uh, and they looked like what they were coming from. And since then, I've really gotten into the, the more stylized. So the fact that this line is going to be different now, um, the 5-inch doesn't bother me at all. I mean, they're still going to be 10 bucks, which is pretty impressive. Um, so I'm actually kind of looking forward to these. They're all supposed to have... An action feature. One of them is like I think 3PO's leg shoots off or something like that. Um, but uh, I, I kind of like them. I'm I'm looking forward to them. And uh, they're not replacing Toy Box. We saw somewhere today that uh, I think Chris B uh, posted something where there's a Poe Dameron coming from Toy Box. So that line's not dead. So that's kind of interesting. But uh, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to them. Uh, Matt, what's your thought on this new line? I I like them. Um, surprisingly, um, I, I, I never liked the, I, I liked the animated style and that's, so I was sort of disappointed that the, the ones we were getting in the tubes were just repacks of previous figures. Um, but I've always liked whenever they do animated versions of, you know, the, of, of characters from the movies, um, the, the ones that, Ryan mentioned from the Clone Wars, the the 2005 or 2004 Clone Wars. The uh, Gentle Giant had a line of maquettes, uh, which were started off as the same, the Tartakovsky Clone Wars, but eventually they did some uh, versions of original trilogy characters, and I liked those as well. So these sort of fit into that zone, and for ten bucks for a five-inch figure, they're a little little less than those toy box figures which i also like uh so you know i hope i hope this hits i mean it's another you know you know i know a toy uh, not a toy a celebration s- several celebrations ago ryan which one was it when we did the presentation on all the different scales of figures they did over the years oh was that uh, celebration made, six yeah i don't it's or a while back but um, I think it was Anaheim. Then, yeah, Anaheim. Every you know, every couple of years they try another scale, and most of them last you know a wave or two. Uh, so this may very well be doomed to that. But if this is wave one, I like it. I'd like to see them continue. All right, Jake, what do you think of this new line? Um, yeah, I'm conflicted. To be honest, I'm conflicted because. Um, I do like it, and I see myself getting them because it's based on, like Matt said, you know, previous previous uh, animated versions of characters, which I think is cool too. Um, but I am conflicted because I see this feeling like the Marvel line, and I was really into the Marvel three and three quarter figures, and then they transitioned to the five inch line, which um, you know, for the cheaper line, the nine dollar, the nine ninety nine line, the ten dollar. And, um, you know, in addition to their Marvel Legends. Well, this to me feels like a move away from the three and three quarter, the same way Marvel did, to having a five inch line and a six inch line, a $10 and a $20 line. And, um, you know, I mean, 
Triple Force Friday, it's uh, so September, October. We have two months away and there has been no solicitations, you know, in the deep, you know, Star Wars speculation and research in Rumorville for any three and three quarter lines. So it just makes me nervous. So that's why I'm conflicted on this line. I don't want this to be the future of the Star Wars, cheaper Star Wars action figure line. Um, do mm -hmm. I like them? Yes. But I don't want that. I, I, with Episode Nine, they need to round out the series. They need to round out the saga that started 40-plus years ago and give us a three-and-three-quarter line. But I'm worried that's not going to happen. All right. Um, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I didn't think you all would be as positive about these as you all seem to be. I um, To me, this is just another kitty line that I won't really... That'll kind of not be on my radar much at all. Um, but... The reaction uh, from everyone on the show is pretty positive, even from Jake, who's hoping they don't take over. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this goes and if this transfers into other things besides Galactic Heroes, like the main movie line, which has been hinted at, right? It I, wouldn't uh... shock me. And leaving the vintage collection to be the, the only three and three quarter inch figures that come out. Yeah. However, they also did announce that the ret it won't be the vintage line will not be the only three and three quarter inch line because Hasbro did say at the convention the retro collection line will continue. Um, Although they didn't give they didn't give any details. I think I think you have to take what they said with a grain of salt. I think I, I'm not sure if they were mentioning that the three and three quarter line figures that we have already will be released again and will like I, I, I from what I heard I wasn't positive that they said we'll continue as in new figures as opposed to yeah, will be right. available again in the fall. Very true. Right. Very true. So we, we really don't know if they have a second line waved up. Line, a second wave lined up. However, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they have a second wave lined up just cause I think the first wave really sold quickly, sold through at target. I believe, uh, I've and... never yet seen one swinging on the pegs. Yep. I so... have two sets and I've never seen one sitting on the pegs. I got yeah. one from Hasbro and I got another one because I asked for the case out of the back room. Other than that, I visit a lot of targets every week. Never have seen one on the pegs because I'd love to buy two or three stormtroopers and I don't even have that option. So I don't know what, I don't know if they were underproduced or if they sold like hotcakes. They sold like hotcakes. I found three cases on a peg once and they were gone very shortly thereafter. Okay. But, so... but then again, is three cases all they've ever gotten? Then that's not hotcakes. That's just underproduced. That's what we need to know, I guess. Matt, if you had to guess, would you say there's this line will continue with new new retro collection figures? Yes, I think it will, but I wouldn't be surprised if that is simply next Father's Day Target gets, you know, the next <laughs> six. Okay. okay. You know that I mean, or so you don't at think there's going to be an or at Halloween or sometime, you know, Target just gets another exclusive wave. So you don't think they're going to put a, a, a big emphasis on this? You think it's just kind of a no, once in a while smart. side? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, Ryan, I mean, they, they, everybody liked them. They were popular. They yeah. you know, push a lot of good <laughs> buttons for people. So, of course, they're not going to come back to it. Ryan, do you think they have a whole bunch of these ready to go, or do you think it's just going to be occasional, or do you think this is done, or what do you think with the retro collection going forward? I don't think it'd be regular, but much like Matt, I think it'd be for special occasions here and there, put out put out six or whatever. Um, more like that. I just I can't see them doing this. I don't. I can't think of any company that's regularly put out this sort of thing. I know. I think Turtles has done that sort of thing, and um, like a couple others, they do it for anniversaries. They do it for special releases, but never regularly continuing. So I just can't see that. Uh, Chris, what's your thought on retro collection? Continues or fades away? I think away? they're going to continue. I think they sold great. I know some Fred Myers, not Fred Myers, uh, Targets around the country did clearance them out. But I, I saw very few people that actually got their hands on the clearance ones. Most of the ones in our area sold through very quickly. I, I was shocked the one time I found the, the three cases hanging from the pegs, and I never saw them again. Um, yeah. So I I think they're going to sell more, and I really hope that they start digging into the never-produced-in-the-vintage-era figures uh, like they did with the Tarkin. I think that's really where the gold is for that line. Um, I barely even saw the Tarkins ha- hanging out. So, oh, I can get you all the Tarkins you want. <laughs> no, they're all gone from our area. Totally, no, not here, not here. But uh, producing... yeah, they're in the game aisle. Yes, the they are games. in the game aisle. They're not in the action figure aisle in Target. Um, has anyone found them at Walmart or anywhere else? I've only seen them at Target because they're not. They were told. We were told those were not exclusive to Target. Correct. It seems Correct. like that's the only one that really does have them. Maybe more retailers are going to get them, like for Force Friday or something. And again, that's where You're I feel like maybe game. fall might be like Target might have the exclusivity on these, kind of like uh, Walmart had the exclusive on the tube figures until January 1st, and then Fred Myers and Target and the other people got them. So I'm not sure if that's what they were implying that maybe we would get. Um, you know, more widely uh, widely available through other venues in the fall. But you were yeah. talking about producing, like we do like the Tarkin, the fact that he's a, you know, never before made figure, you know, um, that is a hot market as well right now uh, in the kind of, I don't know if you want to call repo or bootleg world right now. There are lots of people out there making um, replicas of, you know, um han stormtrooper vintage action figure i just saw the pre-sales go up for the uh kenner bantha that was originally going to be made so this is definitely a hot button you know issue right now for if kenner Mm -hmm. hasbro wanted to conquer that you know yeah yeah they could if they who knows um and also i don't know if we mentioned but um you can buy that that six figure wave on at entertainment earth right now it's on pre-order yes they charged so, me today yeah so if you didn't get them at target i'm gonna assume that they're the exact same figures and the exact same packaging until proven otherwise i don't think they've made any changes to the packaging it would have been nice if they would have taken that sticker off or made the hands a little different so they hold their blasters a little better but um, I, I don't think there's any reason to believe right now that they're going to be any different than what was at Target. But I guess we'll find out when they start showing up. Um, okay. Um, 
at the Hasbro booth, they had a a large diorama with some things we hadn't seen before, customs uh, for the for a display. At first, I thought it was a three and three quarter inch display, but it looks like they had actually made a six inch Rancor, six inch scaled Rancor, um, along with Bib, Bib Fortuna. And I think was there an EV ninety nine in that display? I believe so. Yeah. Yes, and an eight D eight, and an eight D eight. So and a power droid. And a power ride. So maybe, maybe they're hinting at things they're going to do in the future. It's uh, it's anybody's guess, really. I know what um, the Death Star, or not the Death Star, but a couple years ago when they did that, they had the Death Star it was all a New Hope stuff. They said right. it was all custom stuff, but the like the wet hair Luke came from that because people commented saying they wanted it, and so that's I mean some of that stuff shown maybe something we get down the road just because people yeah. say hey that's something. Yeah. Um, now, I've seen other people on, online posting that they really want a six-inch Rancor for the Black Series, whether it be HasLab or a retailer exclusive or something. I I kind of hope they don't. I don't see it selling well, and I'm really happy with the, with the, with the Rancor we have for the three-and-three-quarter-inch figure. The last one they did, I think, is excellent. I just don't – that's not something I really want. You know, and now if they offer it, I can't say whether or not I probably would order it, but I don't know. Matt, do you want a six inch scale Rancor? No. I'm okay. You know, between I know it was all three and three quarter inch scale. It wasn't black series, but I'm all I'm jobbed out going back to the to the skiff. I mean, I that was the part of the Return of the Jedi that I always sort of fast forwarded through as a kid and <laughs> you know, we got a lot of cool stuff. The skiff's awesome. Matt, I Matt, love all these Matt, figures. Matt, Matt. I love all these figures, but let's let's explore other parts of you know. Even if we stick to the original trilogy, let's let's go to other other like Ewoks. Fine. Yeah. Ewoks. Hey, Matt was still buying the Ewoks when he was like in high school, right? Or because no? his mom bought every figure for him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ryan, do you want a six-inch scale Rancor for your collection? I don't know where God, it would no, go. It's huge. Um, <laughs> honestly, I, I cannot see them ever doing this as a mass release because the, just that Black Series TIE Fighter, I look back at that. and It would be the same size, right? Yeah, it would be. And most people bought that on clearance, and we saw a lot of those on clearance. I have a hard time seeing them try to do that again. Uh, not to mention just the weight of it and... Even if it's hollow, it's still going to be big. It's going to have to come in a bigger box than the TIE Fighter. At least the TIE Fighter, you can break it down between the uh, the uh, the wings and the cockpit. And with the Rancor, I mean, you take the arms off and that, but it's still going to be big and bulky. Um, the only way I could ever see it done would be like a HasLab thing. And even there, I, I uh, it's it just seems too big. I, I I know people say they want it, but... Do they really? I mean, how many people go, said they wanted a barge, ordered a barge, and they're like, oh, great, now where do I put this? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, if it came out, I'd find a place for it, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Chris, do you want a six-inch scale Rancor? I would love to see one. I'd love to have friends that own it, but I don't have a place for a six. I, I Earl, Earl would love a six-inch <laughs> Rancor. Yes. It, any monster person that would love that. And I, I, it'd be a really cool thing for them to make. But I don't think your average collector is going to have space. I, I think it would sell better than that six-inch uh, 
first order tie fighter but i don't think well enough to not end up on clearance at some point but yeah it's a cool idea so but i love my three and three quarter inch one so yeah that one's good jake no i don't want this not at all <laughs> it's uh again it's redundant to me how you know it's bigger but you know i'm not one of those people that think bigger is better uh, it, right. How many rancors do we have already, right? And so going back to you know four. eighty-three, yeah, four. you know, I mean, I have four rancors. I don't need, I don't need this one. So no, that's not a, it's not a draw at all for me. Now, okay. some of those other things that are built into the display, I could definitely be more interested in. Right, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I hope I'm with I'm with everyone then. I don't want that. I don't want them to make it. Don't make it. Um, okay, and that kind you know they did not talk of like we like mentioned even by Jake they did not mention anything about any kind of um, three and three quarter inch figure. Nope. Nothing new. Not a single new figure shown. Um, which is. Begging the question, is the, is the, well, is the three and three quarter inch line coming to an end? We, we're going to assume that there's some vintage uh, collection figures coming. Um, but is the, is the five POA line dead? The line that we had for Solo, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rogue One, that kind of basic line that um, has kind of the, movie of the year artwork on it are we getting that for the rise of skywalker are we going to get that packaging with kylo ren with his hand reaching out that they've shown is a branding logo for the line this year um will that happen for three and three quarter um matt what do you think until i see it not happen i think we will see it I mean, it's been, you know, it's the mainstay of Star Wars toy collecting since 1978. So, you know, until we have a movie that doesn't do it, I have to assume that they're going to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, it's been a long time since we got a new wave of five POA action figures. You know, the last right. wave in the solo line was... A long time ago and you know we haven't gotten anything since then i mean well, you, you know they, you're discounting the galaxy of galaxy of no i'm just i'm discounting those yeah you know because they're not you know car they're one they're repacks and two they're not the carded you know regular line of figures and we already know i guess that they're getting replaced anyway so even if that was going to be the future we know that's not the future um but that being said, you know, did we see any three and three quarter inch figures from Last Jedi or Force Awakens at Toy Fair? I mean, not Toy Fair, at, at Comic-Con? I don't think so. You know, they, the, Disney is all about, especially when it's J.J. Abrams involved, it's all secrets. So... You know, I assume some stuff will start leaking towards the end of August, you know, on eBay or what have you. And we'll, you know, get we'll learn about it that way. But 
I, I really hope it's not over. I heard what you were saying before, Jake, and you can certainly make the case that Hasbro probably wants to move away from that line, but I don't, I'd like to think they don't have the guts to do it. Well, I, I guess, you know, our good friend Jason over at Yak Face, he's, uh, you know, he's distanced himself with Hasbro. And so since he's kind of become the guy that can, uh, you know, release rumor reports and find, you know, hidden buried links. And he's really good at sleuthing out those things. And if you look at all his rumors and speculations for this Triple Force Friday, which again is only two months away, which is crazy to think about. I have not saved up enough money. Um, it, there's no three and three quarter like in those speculations. It's just not there. And so that's, you know. Except for vintage collection. There is vintage collection. Well, yeah. We do know that there's vintage collection. Yes. We actually have visual proof now. But um, when we're talking about a mainstream line, when we're talking about, you know, the there's been rumors of Galaxies of Adventures story sets or something like that. You know, now that they're, we saw at San Diego, rebranding Galaxies uh, of adventures as a five inch line that makes me even less optimistic, you know? So there's just, you know, normally at this point in the game, we would have at least, you know, not official reports, but maybe some looming, you know, shelf tags that pop up or something, man, that's just not happening. Uh, Ryan, what do you think is going to happen with the five POA line? If I remember correctly, somebody asked about it, and all Hasbro actually said was um, Force Link was dead. Um, they never said three and three quarter inch was dead or anything like that. Just that Force Link is done. Um, I thought that was telling that they put it that way. Honestly, if if they weren't gonna put out three and three quarter inch regular line for the new movie, I'd like to think that they would at least say something, gear people up toward that, um, something along those lines. I have a hard time I, just from the, the fact, you know, if we want to compare to Marvel, everybody wants to compare to Marvel. Well, here's the thing with Marvel, you're not going to get the ships and playset type things and all that um, because it doesn't really matter as much for those movies. It's it's all about characters, whereas, you know, the whole reason they went with three and three quarter inch to begin with, with the Star Wars line and, and 77, 78 is because of the ships. Uh so there's no way if they went to a five inch line, they're not going to really be able to do good ships with that at all. It would be just action figures. And, you know, I'm not saying that they couldn't do that, but I have a hard time seeing that happen that there and there are more vehicles coming out. I, I know some there's vintage collection stuff for sure uh, coming for vehicles, but uh, I can't see them not doing any vehicles. Therefore, I can't see them not doing three and three quarter inch, um, especially on the last movie of the saga ever. It, to me, it, it's. I got to believe there's something else coming. I tend to be more optimistic, but uh, I'm going to stick with there's got to be something there. I think we do need to understand, though, that um, I, I agree with everything you said, Ryan, that you, you make really good cases. But I do think we need to understand that there is new leadership behind the brand. Um, Steve Evans, Daryl DePriest, these are people who were Star Wars fans who were in charge of the brand. And that's not the case anymore. Neither of them are involved in the brand. Um, and so, you know, and as Matt has pointed out, um, we haven't talked about it yet, but the description on, on the back of the uh, Black Series Kenner tribute Boba Fett is completely wrong, right? It, it has no basis in reality whatsoever. That so, is So for those people who yeah. don't know, you might want to explain that to them. Um, I will read the uh, 
figure description from the and and Matt, as you read this, my it, it kind of hurts my heart to hear this. But go ahead. <laughs> so this is the uh, San Diego exclusive Black Series Boba Fett with the original painting, and on the back the description says, "In 1979, that is accurate. Kenner created a Boba Fett figure based on photos taken of early costume tests." Um, that seems I don't know if that would be accurate or not. Uh, before the character appeared on screen in The Empire Strikes Back. The entire line was refreshed in 1980, wrong, and Boba Fett's coloring and package art were updated to match the rest of the movie's line, wrong. The character became a fan favorite. Now Hasbro brings back the Kenner-inspired coloring and art with Black Series detailing for a premium figure that embraces the legacy of the Star Wars saga. Yeah, we that was not. written by someone who does does not know the history of Kenner or the Boba Fett figure from Kenner. So we don't have a a lifelong or a passionate steward of the Star Wars brand anymore. Um, we might have a really good salesperson, but that's going to produce things like this. It's also going to produce maybe uh, a line that doesn't have to have the same three and three quarter line that's been around since 1978 because there's no, you know, nostalgia behind that for this particular line steward. I don't know. I'm just saying that there's just lots of things that line up that make it very, um, very pessimistic in my mind as to whether we will have one or not. I hope to hell that we do. I mean, absolutely. And that's what I, that's my focus three and three quarter. If they only give me, like 15 figures from the vintage collection as my, you know, three and three quarter fix. I'm going to be heartbroken this fall. You know, it's just six inch just just doesn't do the same for me. And so it's, uh, yeah, just a couple months away. We'll, we'll know more. Uh, Chris, what is your thought about this? I'd be thrilled to get 15 vintage collection figures from the next movie. I, I thinking that it's possible that Hasbro is giving up on kids for the three and three quarter inch line. I'll go out on the limb and, and, and make the guess that the vintage collection may be the three and three quarter inch line for the new movie that they will skip a five POA or minimally articulated quote unquote kids line for the film. I mean, what has been available at retail? <laughs> the, the fact that someone mentioned that like an entire aisle is going to be devoted to Star Wars for the movie shocks me. I mean, I'm surprised we're going to get more than three rows of pegs. I mean, that with how product has been sitting for the last year and a half, it, it just blows my mind that they would pour out product again. I, I've got a feeling this is going to be like a whole almost – like episode two pullback of product uh, where they like didn't have faith in, in the, in a dedicated movie line anymore. So. Uh, I, I mean, if just to tag on to that, I have thought that part of the problem with, you know, and this might even have affected distribution and everything else, but going back now about 12 years, uh, some during, I guess it would have been during the 30th anniversary collection where they created two lines. You had the main line, and then at the time you had 
did they call that the legacy collection or was that where it was basically the the repacks it was greatest hits stuff yeah the greatest hits line yeah right and you know so that was 2007 and then in 2008 we had an animated line we had the main line and ever since then we've always had at least you know two and sometimes three lines of three and three quarter inch figures running simultaneously and it's kind of i could see how it would be confusing for a store to stock stuff I don't know. And so if you're going to tell me that they're going to concentrate all the three and three quarter inch figures and they're all going to be in what we now know as the vintage collection and we're going to get a line of movie figures for episode nine and they're just going to happen to be on vintage cards. I'm fine with that. I'm sort of, you know, for the first from 1978 up through 2007, we had one line of figures and you know, that everybody seemed to be fine with that. And if we go back to that, so be it. And if they're on a vintage card, that's great. If they're on a Darth Maul card or, I mean, a Kylo Ren card, that's fine too. Just as long as there's a line of three and three quarter inch figures that has n- figures from the new movies. And vehicles from the new movies. Sure. Yes. Don't forget the vehicles, Hasbro, please. They've only got one movie left of the uh, the Skywalker series, supposedly, right? That's what they're telling um, us. There's, you know, um, for anyone listening right now who wants to know more about what possibly is coming out, I would highly suggest going to yakface.com. They have a very good article about what they know, um, kind of a rumor thing where they're where Jason, like like Jake said, Jason from Yakface does definitely some sleuthing, um, and it will give you kind of an idea what probably will be coming out. Now, hopefully there's more. I do hope that there is a main line of three and three quarter inch for the movie. Um, But if they really put a lot of effort into the vintage collection, giving us a good selection of characters and hopefully vehicles, I'm okay with that, too. Um, If the if the majority of the characters come out in a new five inch scale. um, I'll be disappointed. I don't I'm not interested in starting a five inch scale collection, so if to get most of the characters from this movie, you have to buy a five inch line, then I'm out. I'm out. I'm out for the five inch line for sure. Um, I have no the five inch lines only going to carry core characters, though. I mean, you'll get a, a clone trooper, yep. not, not clone trooper, a first order trooper, Kylo Ren, Ray, Finn, Poe. Mm-hmm. But it's going to get thin after that. And you are correct. Know. You are correct. Because I was one of my big things is I love the MCU so much. I collected the three and three quarter lines that were based on, you know, the MCU movies, but they stopped doing that at uh, black Panther and they stopped making three and three quarter lines and they made five inch lines. So since black Panther, I've had to collect five inch figures for end game and infinity wars. And even far from home, Spider-Man, the latest one, you know how many figures they have in that five inch five POA line from the main movie three. They made Spider-Man in his black suit, they made Mysterio, and they made Molten Man. That is it. So that's So you don't think it's gonna be expansive five inch line? No, I don't. Okay. I think I think Galaxies Well, I hope it's not, because that's yeah, I mean <laughs> Unless it just does absolute gangbusters. What then what would really just... Yeah. What would really irritate me though is like say, okay, so the Emperor is Emperor Palpatine, no spoiler, he's in the trailer. Right. 
So he's probably in the movie. I really don't know, but I'm assuming Emperor Palpatine is going to be in this movie. Yeah, JJ's if, confirmed that he was directing him. Okay, if there is a five-inch Episode Nine Rise of Skywalker Palpatine made, but no three and three-quarter inch uh, Palpatine, I will be disappointed if something like that happens. That that's what will disappoint me. So hopefully that hopefully we don't have that scenario. Well, it's all for me. For me, it's three and three quarters my focus. But if six inch or five inch produces figures that we don't have in three and three quarter line, then I feel like I need those figures. So I have Dryden Boss in the six inch line. I'm not a six inch line completist, um, but I will have those figures that are made in that scale, which I don't already have. Um, so that brings me back to San Diego Comic Con and their display. They have all this rock feature, right? And in the rock features, there's tons of heads of figures. For some reason, they decided to put sculpts of heads um, of figures we have. But there's a few that we don't have. And one of them was Six Eyes from Solo. Did you see that? Yes. Yes. So what does that mean? Solo's coming in the six-inch line? Or does that mean they... I mean, I don't see someone tooling that figure, sculpting that figure to be painted all brown as a rock in a display at a con. It's a good question. A couple people would be. Seeing. How do, Jake, how do you know there was a six inch head? That's what I was wondering is what scale those heads were. Um, That's they what all I, look I like saw. Six all... inch to me. They just how do you tell like they're all rocks around me. them? Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Maybe they're five. I, I, I had heard heads. that they were actually three and three quarter inch scale. <laughs> just to say that, uh, somebody, they're, the, they're for the new line, the five inch line. <laughs> somebody That's how we're going to get that character. Somebody said the heads were three and three quarter inch scale, actually, and which made me wonder the same thing as you, Jake. Is is this a sneaky preview to some figures? Because there was a lot of figures there that were already out. Or maybe um, they're just showing stuff that they that they sculpted up, but never were able to fit into the line. That's always a possibility too. Mm -hmm. So when when are we going to figure all this out? It's going to be eBay that we're going to find all this out because these are going to all this stuff's going to leak on eBay within a month, I think, right? A month, much? Yeah, that's what two I two months said. at the most. So next show, <laughs> stay tuned. That's what Hasbro always says, right? Stay tuned. That's their answer when they don't want to answer. Stay tuned. All will be revealed. And hopefully through, not through not, leaks not long from after Asia we'll find them all at Fred Meyer, eBay. right? What's that, Ryan? Hopefully not long after they show up on eBay, we'll find them all at Fred Meyer early, too. Exactly. I'll be checking. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> all right. Um, anything else anybody wanted to mention while, before we wrap up the show? I want to thank everyone for joining me tonight. Ryan, what, what do you got on your YouTube channel these days? Something well, new? I just got videos? done with the, the, the video of my collection, um, which I've been wanting to do forever. So um, I got a bunch of new things coming in the mail, a um, couple of little things I have ideas for. Now that I'm done setting up the collection, I actually have more free time. It's it's crazy. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to get, let's say, a video a week out at least through the month of August. Um, go with that. But I'm not going to show what i'm gonna what i got coming so okay that's mr byzy on youtube or mr as i say mr byz that's correct yep matt you're done trolling the internet for now well at least in terms of a podcast yeah the okay. facebook page the website as they are 
will continue to exist and I will be doing a new show uh, as soon as I figure out what niche okay. needs to be filled. And and are you still keeping track of how many figures per year oh, will be released and all that absolutely. stuff? Absolutely. Right. As long as they as long as they put new ones out. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, he's done with two things. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us tonight. It's been an easy chart this you know this year so far. <sighs> well, thanks for being on the show, Chris. Thank you for joining us. Thank you much. And Jake, what you got going on? Um, not too much. I'm headed to Galaxy's Edge this weekend, so uh, that should be uh, an adventure and a half. I'm looking forward to it. I'm getting to spend uh, five days there, and uh, I'm going with a buddy who's attending the Disney Institute, so uh, we get to stay in the Grand Californian for cheap. We get uh, park hoppers for pretty cheap. It's it's a nice little perk. Um and so, yeah, look forward to uh, me coming back with uh, arms full of merch. I'm going to get all the droids uh, that I've been missing. And I might even get the six-inch sets. We'll have to see. Um, okay. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Are they still limiting access there, or is it now just a free-for-all? No, it's still uh, California annual uh, pass holders still are not allowed in. So their time's coming, but it's still so the attendance is still pretty low in regards to, uh, you know, people thinking it's going to be murder. No, it's actually pretty comfortable because, you know, the local Californians aren't having unlimited access to the park like normal. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, looking forward to it. But unfortunately, we know that the release dates for the Rise of Resistance, that ride will not be up. So. We'll all have to ride that together next year when we're back together in Anaheim. Speaking of, who has tickets for Anaheim? Matt? Yes. Yeah. Jason? No, I have a baby coming in a couple months, and I'm just kind of going to lay low again. Sure. Chris? You betcha. Ryan? I have to miss it again. That is our training week right before school starts, so I can't make it. Yikes. You should know what you're doing by now. Right? I should, but I still have to attend it. <laughs> what is this, year 15, 16, Ryan? No, this is year 8 for me. Oh, year 8, okay. All right, well, you should know somewhat. <laughs> I got a pretty good idea what I'm doing, but, you know, it's like I'm going to Japan that summer anyway already, so, um, yeah, it just wasn't going to work out, and I'm okay with that. Totally. All right. Thanks again for listening for Galaxy of Toys. This is Jason saying goodnight, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.